So I was listening to the song Jack and Diane the other day by John Cougar Mellencamp. And that's a really fun song. I've always really liked this song, but I didn't realize how sad the line, oh yeah, life goes on long after the thrill of living is gone, line is. I didn't realize how sad that line was until about Wednesday of this week. This past week, it's currently Saturday night. And I didn't realize how terribly sad that line is because I don't think it's a line you could realize how sad it is until you're currently living it. Mm -hmm. And that's where I feel like I'm at right now, Paul. Like, I, there's no thrill. There's just no thrill anymore, man. Yeah, I mean, that brings to mind, like, a, I think I saw a tweet a few years ago that was like, dude, I'm like 25 and I'm burned out. Like, am I really supposed to do this for like another 50 years? Yeah, um, <laughs> that's what it feels like. It, it does. It does. And um, I, I think life is uh, it's definitely one of those things that we we never really know what to expect, what happens next. And we all have this other expectation in mind for what life is actually supposed to be. Um, and a lot of the times when, you know, in that line in particular, um, you know, long after the thrill is gone, it is kind of, you know, reference uh, Andy Bernard from The Office, you know, how, how do you know, you know, you're in the good times before they're gone? Um, yeah. You know, a, a lot of the times I think that um, life definitely can start taking like a downwards turn. And so we just kind of, all right, all right this is it. Put my hands up in the air. This is what life is from now on. And uh, I'm just going to get through every day. And that's kind of what I think the, the song was kind of talking about. It's just, you know, living, continuing past when it's actually still fun and enjoyable and everything no you're right because i think you almost in some ways i know we did a, a five stages of grief episode but i think mm -hmm. in some ways you eventually accept your lot in life if that makes any sense like you accept what you are mm -hmm. you accept what you're not right but mm -hmm. at the same time i think there's always a little bit of part of you that realizes like wow what if I could have that thrill back just for a little bit longer? Just for not, I don't even need it long term. Mm -hmm. If it could just go on just a little bit longer, I think maybe it would feel better. But alas, that's life. It, it doesn't last forever. And, and, and that's why I think it's so important if you're young and you're listening to this. Be young. Have fun. Do some things mm -hmm. maybe you'll regret just a little bit. Not like permanent regrets. But go not out like there. Not like criminal activity fun. things that you're going to regret. But... Yes. Like don't, don't do anything illegal. But just have some fun within the bounds of the law. Um, yeah, so I mean, that's just kind of the thing. It's, it's you know, it's uh, a lot of the times I think we are more fearful of the outcome, uh, you know, and that keeps us from ever getting started. You know, I mean, we could probably have an entire episode if we haven't already about um, just the fact of, you know, getting yourself out there is the important part, you know, but it's often the difficult part. You know, it's we have to fear, deal with uh, rejection and so many other things out there that we're just afraid of dealing with. And so we, we keep from ever actually uh, participate. Yeah. yeah. And, and you're right because it's, it's ultimately when it comes down to it, like this thing, it goes fast, dude, this life thing. I just feel like I don't want to be the guy who just lives for like the weekend and just lives for, those thrilling moments. I want to try to make life thrilling every day, but I, I think there's also the point mm -hmm. coming to realize that maybe every day is not supposed to be an adventure. Yeah. You know? Well, and that's the thing is that it is, is everyone's got their, their own thing that's going to be thrilling to them. You know, obviously um, there's plenty of moments in my life that I would assume are going to be very thrilling that I haven't experienced yet. Uh, having a child, you know, I mean, 
that I, I, I cannot wait, you know, one day to have a, a, a child and, and to be able to raise it and whatnot. But at the same time, you know, how can I know that everything that I've experienced up to this point without even having that aspect of life is really all that life has to offer? You know, I mean, whenever we look at the idea of, of thrilling, yeah, very few things thrill us. Very you know, Some things get your, uh, your adrenaline going for a little while. But, I mean, if... if <laughs> If you've been in a stressful situation and your adrenaline is going and it's pumping because you need the adrenaline, you don't like to have that adrenaline. No. It, it wears you the hell out. No. And so at the same time, it's like, you know, life, it, would life really be fun if every single day was fun and thrilling and the best? Because no, I mean, it's, it's the same. It, it, without bad, there is no good. Without, you know, bad luck, there is no such thing as good luck. If there's not bad days, you cannot have a good day. You know, it really is a take the good with the bad. Low. Only <laughs> hit the road when you're missing home. But yeah, no, I get exactly what you're saying because they balance each other out. And I think in life, they balance each other out too. And I think we spend so much of our lives in the middle. We just spend so much of our lives just in that middle of, it's not good, it's not bad, but it's not thrilling either. And I think that makes me sad. I think that mm -hmm. makes me sad. Because I don't like the middle. I don't like the middle very much. And right now, I'm just, I'm in the middle. Like, there's nothing in my life right now that makes me terribly sad. There's nothing in my life that makes me terribly happy. So it's just like, I feel nothing. And that sucks. Because I, I am a very, I feel a lot of things going on. And just right now, mm -hmm. I, I can't, like, even watch movies. Like, I used to just, like, be able to, like, at least escape in a movie and, like, and enjoy that. And there's just been nothing that has evoked a sense of curiosity there's been nothing that's evoked a sense of wonder in me in a while. So, yeah, that kind of uh, sucks. You're just floating through space, man. I mean, you're just you're numb to everything that's around you, and you can try to interact with it as much as you'd like, but at the end of the day, it just doesn't feel like it really makes a difference to how you actually feel. Yeah, for sure, man. And it's almost like I'm looking for a rainbow, and I think that's what we're going to call today's episode is the Rainbow Connection. Paul, why don't you tell, why don't you tell the audience... You're the one who came up with this idea, and I love it. I love this idea to do an episode about this song, The Rainbow Connection. And why don't you fill in the great people about what, what all well, that is? Um, if you're not familiar with the song, um, I mean, I, I've heard it before. I'm sure you've probably heard it before. I've heard it in different covers and styles. Um, it's originally, um, the song came out in the, uh, the Muppet movie back in the 70s, dude. This song was an original song for the Muppet movie, sung by Kermit. Um, you know, it's just talking about the rainbow connection, and I, I really do encourage anyone and everyone to go listen to this song, especially if you know you're just in a, in a mood or something like that. Because um, it, it really does kind of hit those notes where you just you feel the sadness, the, the depth to the words that you don't expect coming from this kid's movie. Um, but it really doesn't have just such a gloomy overtone. It does have a little bit more hopeful that, you know, um, someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection, the lovers, the dreamers, and me. You know, it, it is hopeful that we will one day find it. And the rainbow connection, um, at least, you know, in, in, in my understanding so far, is that it's this uh, kind of middle ground, this, this uh, equalizing point where you finally feel, you know, like a fulfillment just within yourself, within your career. Just, it's just you find peace and comfort just, you know, in a way that you probably haven't before. And it's not necessarily going to be, um, you know, you find that moment in your life and then just 
you go on from there living perfectly happy and fine. You know, life is going to be a roller coaster. There's going to be high points. There's going to be low points. And, you know, I think we are all searching for this rainbow connection. We are all searching to find fulfillment, to find purpose, to find a spot that we belong. And a lot of us, you know, if you've liked the, uh, the name of the song, a lot of us are trying to just be happy. Um, and so, you know, I, the, the song is, is good. And I, I don't really have just a particular direction, um, that I wanted to start off with today. I, I don't mind just kind of going off back and forth with it, but, um, I, I definitely would recommend listening to it though. Um, yeah. Cause I almost interpreted it slightly different. Yeah. And that's, that's the beautiful part about music that is, beautiful is part. that, is that, you know, we can slap the, just about the same chords over any single uh, assortment of words and get a different result. So, um, and a lot of times, you know, music can be very soothing um, for, you know, uh, our souls, just whenever we are in a, a moment of turmoil, you know, and whatnot. Um, sometimes the, the music is going to help us just feel the, the anger, just the emotions that we're going through, whether you need to listen to some, some heavy rock or something like that, or if you're down in a, in a deeper mood. Um, music really is just one of those things that, um, you know, I don't, I don't yeah. consider myself a music buff, but I do think that music is just one of those things that we all really do share and it can really have an impact on somebody like just, there, there's no buildup. There's no, um, you know, that necessary development to achieve, you know, uh, an effect on somebody and, and, and to elicit, you know, a reaction. Uh, somebody can listen to a song and start bawling. You know, um, yeah. I, I don't know if you're familiar with Landslide by Fleetwood Mac. Oh, yeah. No, I took my love. Um, I took it down. I mean, kind of, yeah. That's such a sad song. I mean, just kind of talking about, you know, Jack and Diane, just this, this idea of just losing over the years, just losing the identity and just the, the, the vision that you've always had for yourself, having to understand that the expectations and hopes that we have for life are not always going to be fulfillable. They're not. Um, and, you know, I think that's, th that's a part for us, you know, being, being this 25 region, um, you know, I would argue that a lot of people are going through the same issue where, where they're, they're feeling lost. They don't have as much of a purpose. We, we all want to be happy. We're constantly bombarded with all these things of what we could be, what we could be experiencing, you know, and frankly, 70 years ago, a hundred years ago, they didn't have all of these ideas in their head of what they could be in their mind. They, they, it was the family business. If you worked on a farm, you were probably going to grow up and be a farmer. Do you think that people were really just like, unless they knew that there was something else we, out there, we became, you know, idealists. And, and a lot of the times we became idealists at some point, mm -hmm. we used to have to focus our, our strength and our energy on surviving, right? We used to need to, Focus our strength and energy on surviving. There wasn't always grocery stores that you can go in and buy food in. A lot of times for people, yeah, if you worked on a farm, you farmed and that was your food for your family. Maybe you sold some of it and whatnot for money. But once we figured out how to survive effectively, which I feel like we have, we then it then mm -hmm. gave us time because if you look at like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Those the absolute bottom part of the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Is just your your physiological needs. Like your absolute basic need to survive. So your food, your water, your warmth, and your rest. Back then, it took so much energy 
just to make sure that those needs are, are met. But now we've slowly been able to move up because of all the privilege that this generation uh, that we all have here. Because we've grown with technology and with just mm -hmm. our ability to communicate and stuff like that. I think that we're a lot of us where we start to get down is when we break when we move up this Maslow's hierarchy of needs pyramid. If you don't know what that is, look it up because I think it's like one of the smartest psychological models ever created. But we have yeah, it's that. Just, it's just going through the order of, of what people need, and obviously, as you said, bottom level, we need food. We need somewhere to stay, and and after that, though, what is it that makes you feel? fulfilled as a person what what do you yes. need um for for your mind so yeah my, yeah because i think if you it. look at it like most of us like i have food water warmth and rest i have security and safety i have a place to lay my head in them but where i think i start to get sad and i think what makes most of us sad nowadays is those belongingness and love needs you know your intimate relationships your friendships you know your feeling of am i stuck in a dead-end job or not like those types of feelings. Am I living my full potential? Those thoughts that you have. That's where I think we start to go wrong nowadays. So I think, yeah, mm -hmm. we've become idealists. But many of us don't know how to sort. And we never figure out how to sort through our ideas and our ideals. And we live our entire lives feeling unfulfilled. So when I think of the rainbow connection, I almost think of when you find your rainbow connection. It's just when you realize what you are. And when you realize who you are mm -hmm. and who you're not. I don't know. That's what I kind of took from it. Yeah. But I also just listened to the song well, it's, right before we recorded this. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think that, that's a that's a good uh, perspective to add. Um, you know, I. A lot of the times, I mean, with whenever it comes to our perspectives, you know, I mean, I, I don't know if you've ever heard like this quote, but you know, like whenever it comes to like writing, is that all writing is technically, uh, you know, uh, autobiographical. Yeah. You know, every writer out there is still writing from their own perspective, everything that they know of, you know, and, and they can try to make it uh, as close to a genuine truth that we can all agree on. But at the end of the day, it's still, you know, a world that had to be constructed, you know, from their perspective entirely. So um, you got to be able to have other perspectives. And whenever it comes to music, you know, I, I love that you're able to have another perspective. So something that that only has one facet is boring to me. If there's only oh, one yeah. one way to interpret it, that that's boring to me. I, and I most like of us hate depth. that, though. Like most of us, we say, and I love it because I'm, and I think that's again why we've always gotten along so well is because we love mm -hmm. things that are layered and nuanced. But like, look at the state of America. Americans don't really like nuance very much. Like that's something we tend to stray mm -hmm. away from, and I wish we didn't because there's so many mm -hmm. things that are just so multifaceted. So yeah, there's a lot it of beauty in that. I agree. Yeah. You have to look beyond the surface. Yeah. And, and I mean, that, that is a good point, though, is that the rainbow connection, I mean, it's not, it is a moment of realization. There's nothing else that can be said. It, it's not the, the peak moment where you're doing the stuff that's making you happy. It's when you finally are sitting down and, you, and you're thinking to yourself and, and you just, you realize that you are where you want to be and you're more comfortable with who you want to be. Um. You know, I, I, all, all of us are, you know, going through our lives, trying to be um, these people, you know, that 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 we want to be. Yeah. Um, and very rarely do any of us ever actually become that person, if I'm being honest. But um, the worst is when you know you think you want something and then you get it and then it's not what you want. 
<laughs> you ever have that oh, yeah. happen? Whereas like oh, you yeah. think you want something and then you get it. And it could be anything. But then it's just like it doesn't make you happy and then it just leaves you feeling more you're searching for that rainbow. And that's where I'm just kind of at where I'm just like, hmm. Maybe the rainbow has always been an illusion and I just need to try to make do with what I have and stop complaining. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. Because well, I mean, it's just like there's this idea and, and just kind of going back into the, the depth of the song is that, you know, uh, early on it says, you know, rainbows are visions, but only illusions. Rainbows have nothing to hide. Um, uh, so we've been told and some choose to believe it. But, you know, I know they're wrong. We can see. So, um, this concept that, you know, rainbows, um, you know, kind of the, the there's always been the, the leprechaun, the pot of gold, the nether rainbow. There's all these different associations that we've made with rainbows. Um, you know, and that's actually how the song begins is why are there so many songs about rainbows and what's on the other side? Yeah. Um, you know, it is that we, we have this fascination with rainbows and, and we, we, we associate them with happiness. And so there's this kind of, you know, at the pot of gold at the end of this rainbow. So, you know, so many people out there, they, they see this beacon of happiness and they search and they think that getting to the end of the rainbow is what's going to bring them to their happiness. That That's going to bring them wealth. That's going to bring them joy. Uh, it's just going to get them uh, in a completely different situation, situation yep. you know, and, um, you know, I think that's the beauty of the rainbow connection, though, at the end of the day, and kind of what the song is actually speaking of, is that we are the rainbows. You know, I, when, when we reach that moment of fulfillment, that's, you know, that's when you're seeing a rainbow. That's what you're seeing, quote unquote, you know, is that somebody's being fulfilled and, and finding that, that sense of purpose and, and whatnot. Um, obviously, rainbows, yes, are just water, uh, you know, with light going through them, but... Um, for metaphorical purposes, we'll keep going with this, but, um, you know, with, with, with rainbows, you know, I, I really do believe that that's kind of what the purpose is, is that you are supposed to be the connection that makes the rainbow. And a lot of times we go out seeking, hoping that we're going to, um, acquire happiness. Just, just, it's just going to fall in our laps and we don't realize that working and continuing to work on ourselves and continuing to try and put ourselves in a better situation, you know, trying to make the right decisions for ourselves and just be smart. Um, a lot of times I just don't think that we realize that we are the rainbow at the end of the day, that at the end of the day, the happiness, the joy that, that we've been seeking can only come from within. Can. It, it can't come from, it cannot come from outside. Nothing else is going to, can make you happy if you yourself are not happy. Yeah. And so, no, you're, you're right um, about that. But there's at, at the same time, I'm sitting here. I'm like, hmm, I'm just thinking. I'm like, I could use a shot in the arm right now. Like I could just use somebody oh, yeah. to just like if just come into my life and just make it fun again. Because I just I'm not having fun. I'm not mm -hmm. not having fun either. But I'm, like, it's just I'm, I'm I mean, so in the middle right now. Uh, and, and at the end of the day, and I, I mean, this is how I feel is, I don't know why I keep saying at the end of the day, God. Um, it is, I, I, it is kind of the end of the day. We are recording no. this in the evening. So. Exactly. <laughs> I, I will say whenever it comes to not finding enjoyment and, and that's someplace that I, I've been very recently as well. I'm still kind of there with you. So, so don't feel like you're in that boat alone. Um, oh man, where was I going with that? I got this. 
Yeah, you got this, Paul. But no, you're saying because I think it's it's a pretty common feeling that mm-hmm. we're in some ways alone. In some ways, we feel, you know, a little bit alone. And you know, when it, when it, when I think that's very common. I think that's why, like, when I look at our listener stats for this, the mm-hmm. most listened to age group is your is the mid twenties. It's the twenty three to twenty seven range. That is who we are really vibing with. Because I think those are the ages where it's like you're too old to be young, but you're too young to be old. And I think we spend so much of this time just in that middle ground. And there's so many different fluctuations. You're in and out of relationships. You're, you know, meeting new people who are at totally different stages. You're a little bit jealous of your friends who have it all together. But then at the same time, there's friends that are jealous of you because of how well you have it together compared to them. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and oftentimes we never actually know who's actually jealous of us because just the same way we never share with those people that we're yeah. jealous of, people aren't going to share it with us. So, yeah. so it's, <sighs> it's just kind of like that never-ending cycle. It's that it's that never-ending search. And I think that, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you're going to search for things and you're just never going to find them. So yeah. I think the sooner... And, and I think that's that. the thing was that at some point you have to realize that the search that you were on it was not going to find anything. And a lot of people, they continue searching, being like, you know, no, it's got to be here. I'm going to find it. But coming to terms with it and being at peace with the fact that, um, coming to peace with no as an answer. Yeah. Knowing that's just, it's difficult. But it's definitely a part of uh, that whole growing up process and just learning how to, uh, let things pass when they need to. You know what I mean? That, that's uh, definitely, I think, something that people need to be more conscious of. Uh, and, you know, I think that's what we wanted the, the episode to kind of be about, was about pushing negative thoughts away. Um, because a lot of the times, you know, where, where your mind is, you know, is is what you see. You know, it, that I think I saw it earlier this week, is, you know, if, if you're looking for yellow cars, you're probably going to see a lot of yellow cars. Yeah. Yeah, you're darn right you about know, that. We've if, all played the game. If you're, you know, I mean, there, there's just so many things where, where what you are putting in is what you get out. If you are like me and you have constantly been depressed and you're staying sad and it's like year after year, it's like nothing's different. At some point, you need to realize, you know, that, that definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and expecting the same results. You are not going to get those results if you keep doing it. But that does not mean you can't do something different. Paul, I need to come to Texas, man. Dude, you do. Because, Everyone like, they're pretty, like, everything's pretty much open out there and stuff, right? Like, I, like mm-hmm. there's, like, things to do. Wouldn't have to, like, stay inside the whole time or whatever. But, um, because, yeah, man, like, I feel like you and me just, like, we need to just go out, have some fun, dude. Like, try something different. Because, mm-hmm. like, we're recording this at 8.36 p.m. on a Saturday night. And I know a year ago, at this time, I would have probably been at my friend's house with a bunch of my friends. And we would have been having a time right now. And I'm not saying, like, listen, I love recording this podcast. But I'm thinking, like, dude, we need to live some more. And, yes, this year it's been hard to live. But I think mm-hmm. ins- the insanity of us just being like, well, you know what? Like, I think you and I, in some ways, we almost just lean into that depression feeling a little bit. No, absolutely. 
And it's it's something that I'm guilty of. Oh, I'm I guilty of it, too. It, but. Oh, I'm a, like, in some ways, I almost... I don't like it, but I, I almost have Stockholm Syndrome with my depression. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm good friends with my demons now. They don't yeah. want to leave me, but no. No, they're friends. No, like, I'm, absolutely, I'm good at being depressed. Yeah, I'm good I am at being too. depressed. I'm good at having that sad look on my face, walking down the street. Yeah, and, and at some point, it's almost scary... You know, in, in the same way of a child having to sleep in a different room from its mother and the mother having to sit there and listen to the crying happen. And you've got to know that you got to let the baby get that out of its system because this is something that's necessary for it to do. But so often, you know, we, we try to distance ourselves from that depression or from our previous selves, the, the self that we are wanting to distance ourselves from. And we start building that separation. But then once that separation happens and that's there's that space in there that the fear sets in yeah you know uh, of just is this the right thing to do yeah am i making the right call here and and a lot of the times that we end up going right back it's it's like a buoy out in the middle of the ocean man i don't know why i'm saying in the middle of the ocean that wouldn't be very good for a buoy so it's close enough to the shore <laughs> um you know you're just you're, we've all been on our own little individual buoys and we're inside of the shore you know, there's all this sorts of stuff in the water. There, there's sharks. We, we know there's sharks. There's whales. There's everything that is in the ocean. We know that it's in there. That does not guarantee that we are going to come across. And so we, we have this knowledge of everything possible that could go wrong in our lives, every way that it could go wrong. And so we never make a move. You know, it's like goodwill hunting. You know, you see every negative thing 10 miles down the road. And so you never do anything with it because you, you just you just see you see the ending so why start yeah but like let me tell you i mean i i need to hear this myself honestly so i probably need to be screaming it where i can hear it better um but it... no because i i i've i've gone down sometimes where i'm like yeah i know this is gonna hurt me eventually but that's a problem for future me like i've lived that life too but I, I like that life better almost. Because at least you make some fun memories along the way. You know, so if there's I mean, if there's if there's robbers, if you're, you know, to make it like a an old Western movie, you know, remix, if you're, you know, on your on your horse and buggy or whatever and you're driving down the old dirt road, you know there's robbers ten miles ahead. Well, take the scenic route. Try to maybe make the best of it <laughs> before things go bad. Maybe that's a better attitude to have, I don't know. I mean, I mean, we could switch to that metaphor if you'd like. Yeah, there, there's plenty of stuff that's out there. Um, at the end of the day, what you've got on your carriage, cart, um, stage coach, whatever you're apparently driving. Um, yeah, it's like a John Wayne movie, old western. <laughs> I mean, they they it, it's it's like you know you're you're almost your own 49er you know that's been mining for gold. You've got your big gold nugget in your stagecoach. Yeah. You've got everything that you need to find your own success. You've got it. You can go and get it. If if it's more education, you can still go do that. You know, there's plenty of things that that we need to be better, but it is entirely in our grasp to achieve those things. And so a lot of the times, you know, if you're in that stagecoach. And yeah, there might be something 10 miles down the road. There might also have been a stagecoach that went an hour before you, and you're going to end up passing them here soon. You don't know what's actually out there, but it is up to you to actually achieve your success and to find your happiness. 
if you continue to be like me and you continue to just be depressed day after day and you allow yourself to stay depressed, guess what? You're staying depressed. Yeah. You're not, it's not getting better. It's not gonna. Paul, the person that's speaking right now, life's not getting better if you do not actively make decisions and choices to make it better. It, you're, you're, you have you're to choose. On. It is a choice because it's easy, and that's where the Stockholm syndrome comes in. Because it's like, well, you know what? I it's I do feel like I've made friends with a lot of my demons too, and it's mm-hmm. just kind of like, well. <laughs> We're both here. We may as well make the best of it. But it's like instead of just actively trying to get out of the bondage that they keep us in. And I think that is where, you know, maybe the rainbow for, for us is just maybe let's not be depressed. Maybe let's let's manage it better. Let's mm-hmm. make sure our dark passenger, if you will, Dexter mm-hmm. reference, even though I don't think either of us are serial killers, but Dexter reference. Um, maybe we need to make sure our dark passenger is just a passenger and we don't have that Stockholm syndrome with it. So that way it has an equal say. Because sometimes it feels like it has a little bit of an equal say. And honestly, not a fan of that. So um, We all have moments of weakness. And I don't think that you should ever beat yourself up purely because you can't have... Because you had the opportunity to do better and you just didn't. Yeah. Because sometimes... You know, you, you've got the desire to do better, to be better, and it just it doesn't come through. The motivation, you know, that that's, I think, one of the biggest problems, you know, is is getting better whenever it comes to, like, depression and sadness. It's almost like getting back in shape. Like, I can get over here and make a diet plan, and I can make a workout plan, and, and I've got all this motivation. It's 3 a.m. For some reason, I'm still up, and I'm going to make my life so much better. And then I wake up the next day, and I'm like, screw that, because motivation fades it does motivation does fade and there's and 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 i i'm the same way i'll get a great idea at 1 a.m that will only excite me at 1 a.m when i'm trying to sleep and i think part of me part of that is just like well is it my own way of of mentally running for something i don't know running from something i don't know but Mm -hmm. yeah motivation does fade but i think the only way to to put yourself in a better spot is to actively pursue like you were saying, actively pursue good, actively pursue healthy things, actively get away from the crutches that we have. And we all have them. Every single one of us has crutches that are bad and wrong. So, yeah, I don't know, dude. This is deep. This is uh, this has gotten say, a level I, I didn't say, just expect it to go, but the I like dark, the dark uh, passenger subject real quick. Um. You know, I, I still I like that metaphor idea uh, of just this dark passenger, just this this almost just feeling that's different from ourselves, that's sharing this body that we're all you know controlling and whatnot. But there's there's also a, a light passenger, there there and not even like a, a dark passenger, light passenger for just like good versus evil. But you're not saying there's passenger. like two little passengers on your soldier being like, <laughs> yeah. Paul, feel depressed all day, and the other was like, No, Paul, you're really great. <laughs> No, I've got them on my shoulders. I'm like, tickets, tickets, please. Yeah. Um, no, but and unfortunately, I, I, the I, light I, passenger never has enough money for fare, so it's just we're just stuck with the dark passenger all the time. Exactly, dude. Exactly. But um, I feel that a lot of the times, you know, we're driving, and sometimes we feel the presence of that that dark passenger more. Sometimes it's just it's a heavier presence. It is. Some days it it's almost like they're not even there, but. 
a lot of us don't realize that there is one more passenger that we are taking with us. And that's the, the person that we're going to be. That's our future selves. You know, everything that we're doing right now is affecting ourselves down the road. Um, just the, the decisions that we've made and whatnot. And so it, it's almost kind of like, um, like I, I imagine it kind of like different parts in your life. Like the dark passengers, like, you know, death, it's, it's old you. It's, it's all these regrets that you're somehow living with now. And this, and then the current time is just you. And then this other passenger is the, 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 the message of hope is almost just like a baby you. You have to take care of that. It can't take care of itself. Nothing about your future is going to f figure itself out. Everything about it is in your hands. I say your hands because not everything is actually in your control, but it is in your hands to, to how you react to things. Yeah. You know, every, that, that's the truth of the matter is that right now we've got our future selves are still relying on us to be better. To make the right choice. Nothing and, is predetermined. Yeah. Nothing in life is given. And I think we, when we get into these depressive stages and we, we lose that mindset. We lose, Nothing in life is predetermined and you can make your own destiny. I do believe in destiny. But I, I also believe you got to at least meet destiny halfway. You got to uh, at least meet destiny half halfway. off or something. You know, it's game. Yeah, yeah, right. But you do need to um, you, you do need to meet it halfway, and you do need to, you know, work with destiny. Because I, I know, mm -hmm. like, just sitting around, and I listen. I've had a great Saturday. I've watched like eight hours of college football, which for me, that's like heaven. But <laughs> same time, sometimes you got to put yourself out there a little bit. So, yeah, man. I don't know though. I hope I hope we both get finding those rainbows though sometime soon. Not just us, but just everyone that's, that's listening to this. I mean, I just, um, there's a song and it's a little bit more on the sadder side, but it's uh, called True Love Will Find You in the End. And I'm sure. True love will find you in the end. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, but that's what I love, though, yeah. about um, uh, the the chorus, though, is that, you know, don't. Uh, give up, you know, until you find it, you know, um, you know, yeah. that you, just because you're not experiencing happiness right now, just because you don't have the love of your life right now, just because you're not in a good social situation, in a good relationship, in a good job right now, this is not your current, or this is only your current situation. This is not where you have to be. But, but again, how, to, how how can it recognize you if you don't step out into the light, right? Yeah, sometimes you, you really do just have to hang in there and keep applying yourself. Yeah, because you have to, you have to again, you have to work with your situation in life. You can't just expect your situation to get better unless you actively try to change it. Mm -hmm. so, I mean, if we were talking about like the statistical probability of like, how many people have actually had success just fall into their lap? You like, have to be born think, like into billions. I feel like, and the odds of that oh, are so low. Oh yeah, it's just it's not gonna happen. 
but um, it's just about finding that point that when you realize that, all right, I can still achieve, maybe not what I set out to achieve, maybe not what I dreamed I would achieve when I was younger, but I can still achieve something. Yeah. You know, yeah, you compromise on your dreams. Power. Don't be like, I'm like, listen, I'm not saying give up on your dreams or like, but I'm saying like, listen, be realistic. If your dream is to be a billionaire, that's probably not going to happen. Like, I hate to be that guy, but there's, I think, only like 600 of them in the whole world. So, like, if, if that's like, but work with your dreams, compromise with your dreams. Like, if you can make a solid mm -hmm. living doing what you do, being happy, doing what you love, being happy, then do that. You don't have mm -hmm. to be a quintillionaire, but you don't have to be. You know, success work, work is only measured how you measure your yeah. own success. Work with work with your happiness. Work with your goals. Don't don't have an all or nothing approach when it comes to your goals. Take everything in bites. You really can't eat the whole sandwich at once. You know what I mean? That's right. It you choke on it. It's not as easy. I don't recommend it. Yeah, I don't either. But any Paul, anyway, Paul, this has been good. This has been a good episode. Yeah, let's let's go ahead and wrap it up though, yeah. so that we can let people get back to their lives. Yeah. Um, I just want to thank you so much for listening today, Dan. It has been a pleasure talking to you. I'm sorry for all my rambling. I hope it has been at least no, mostly that was, coherent that was for excellent. listeners. That was excellent. Um, I I really think this was a great episode, and I hope you do too. Um, if you're listening, because listen, we do this for you guys, and also I just want to throw out there like. If you guys need anything, DM us. I know we're friends with a lot of our listeners and stuff. Guys, let's have a conversation if you need it, man. Let's let's not be afraid to talk through some things because life can get a little hard sometimes. And there is uh, nothing that you can say that will surprise me or yeah. <laughs> catch me off guard. Yeah. Or okay, I'm just kidding. There's some things that you can say that will probably catch me off guard. And and I I don't want to say because we're not therapists, but. Listen, doctor patient po or podcaster patient confiat po podcaster patient confidentiality. That's what you get here. So if you're going through something deep, you don't want anybody to know, guess what? Our lips are sealed. So send us a DM either individually, send it to the main page if you want both of our I, just talk to us. Just if you need to talk to somebody, if you even just say I don't want to go guys, you're not alone in this thing. You're not yeah. alone in this thing. Not at all. We're here for And uh, I think that's one way that we will finally find that happiness is that we'll all achieve it together. You know, as a society that's helping build one another up and uh, focusing on finding our own happiness, but, you know, uh, not going out of our ways to uh, put others down. Amen to that. Amen to that. But listen, Paul, thank you so much, man, for this episode. I know it's been a little bit yeah. between episodes. We'll have to make sure we record yeah. sometime again soon, that, like way sooner. Yeah, that I would, I would definitely like that. So, I need to get back to a better schedule. No, me for, too. For yeah, we're, we're both. I feel like we blinked, and it's been like two or three weeks since our last episode. So that's, but that's just happens sometimes. Life gets a little busy, mm -hmm. but we gotta. We're making time for this, and we're rolling. So, mm -hmm. um, what do you feel I like mean, I don't think. We're we're even like mentioning any kind of like seasons. I feel like we're just doing this to yeah. just do it. We're so, just doing I mean, and people are listening. Like, I, I see the numbers. There are people listening to this. So, it's not like we're just speaking but, out into the void. <laughs> although, so. let me tell you, that might as well, you know, be what I'm doing because uh, I'm just going to say it anyways. So, I hope yeah. it, it's beneficial, though. Yep. But, anyways. So, anyway, guys, we'll see you guys next has, time. 
and uh, have a great evening or morning or afternoon, whenever you're listening to it. It's the beauty of a podcast. It could be anytime. So. Anytime. Anytime <laughs> yeah. at all. All right. Peace out. <laughs>